Listen up, everybody. Don't miss today's episode. Me, Lance, and Ooze created some playoff caliber teams today in our mock draft episode. So stay tuned all the way to the end to hear and see our teams. Plus, if you're not following Roster Up Media, what are you doing with your life? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check out our website, Roster Up Media Takeover. It's happening. Outstanding. Welcome to our very first mock draft episode. Technically, this is our second mock draft episode because we had a lot of technical difficulties on Monday. Not going to lie to you guys. Back to back uh, weeks of technical difficulties. Very true. But if you haven't heard our first intro, go back and listen to it. Go hear us talk about, you know, our preview to the seasons, how we met, how our whole drafting or whole introduction to fantasy and why you should listen to us. If you're not following roster up media, make sure you subscribe, like all those things, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any social media and follow us. Our links to our social media is somewhere around on this page. So before we dive into our mock draft, we're going to go through a little bit of news. We'll explain you know, mock draft in detail, and then get into the draft. So, Ooze, why don't you uh, give us a little update on NFL news? Yeah, so the COVID rules came out, you know, this past week uh, about the teams failing to have people vaccinated or not vaccinated or those who have the COVID outbreak, and they are – if they can't reschedule the games – they have to forfeit that game that week. So they will be counted as a loss, that team with the outbreak, um, which kind of sucks because that affects us as fantasy owners um, and that we have to now keep an eye out on and be very diligent with our lineups because of the fact that if we do have a team that has a COVID outbreak and they can't reschedule for that week, we're, you know, SOL of certain players. So um, that has been going around in the league uh, ever since Roger Goodell and the owners put that memo out. But then we also had players just coming out the woodworks with trying to retire. There's certain coaches retiring or getting moved because they're not vaccinated. Um, Some players just don't want to be a uh, nuisance or a detrimental to the team if they cause an outbreak of COVID and um, causes their team a loss. So that that's, that's one of the things that's been happening. Uh, I know we we're talking about yesterday <clears throat> when we first recorded, it was uh, Aaron Rodgers. See, maybe you were right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had, uh, they're working on restructuring the deal for uh, one year for this year. And then in 2022, him being a free agent and whatnot. So that's a, you know, a lot of people didn't think that he's going to uh, come into camp. Um, he's at camp. Uh, they did their conditioning today. Um, another my man, sh- my man showed up in an office t-shirt, like the oh, yeah, office and, 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 a, and a man bun, you know what I mean? Yep. So it was lit. Um, coming out of Green Bay, another news is uh, Randall Cobb is leaving um, Houston and, and coming back home um, to uh, Green Bay. So that can be, I don't know if that's for us going to be a little fantasy relevant because I think he's going to be in the depth chart, probably wide receiver three, four. Um, but we never know because that was one of his favorite targets. He might, you know, move him up. But I, I feel like Lazard um, is still there, younger, faster. Um, they might put Cobb where he used to be in a slot, but we we'll have to see. Um, another another news: uh, Deshaun Watson, he reports to camp. Um, they didn't think this is going to report to camp. Texans are open for trades for uh, Deshaun Watson, even with his legal issues. So um, those that that that's a. It sucks with him because 
the league doesn't want to step in till all his legal issues are done because they've done that in the past of stepping in before the legal issues are done, laying down suspensions when it doesn't need to be. So they're waiting. So teams that are trying to trade for him also know that they have to wait to, they're going to make the trades if they wanted them, but also need a constant update about their league, his legal issues. Um, two more things. I have, Michael Thomas out for uh, half the season started with the POP. He, uh, depending on if he stays on there or go straight to the IR, he might be back no later than um, week seven of the season. Kind of sucks because the Saints doesn't have anybody to throw to, to be honest. Um, the only person that we know and that we want is Alvin Kamara, right? Um, and then other players like uh, Amari Cooper and Saquon Barkley also starting on PUPs, um, but not really uh, worried about them starting the season. They're just trying to bring it around like a little slowly and stuff like that. Nice, nice. All right, that was our news. Uh, we'll try and, you know, keep you up to speed each time we come on here and tell you anything that's major that you should be concerned about. All right, Lance, if you could just kind of walk us through mock drafts. Um, yeah, so we're going to do, related. We're gonna Go do a vanilla kind of draft, standard, standard 12-team league. We're going to do a snake draft um, order, so round one. Uh, the first pick is going to have the last pick of the second round, and the last pick of the first round is going to have the first pick of the second round. What that means is there's going to be a lot of positions, 9, 11, 12, uh, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, where you're almost picking or are picking back-to-back and how that can affect your draft stat- strategy and how that can affect you targeting certain players if those players are outside of their average draft position, their ADP. Um, we're going to do one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one flex. So that's going to be your tight end, running back, or receiver. One TE. And then if anybody gets crazy, starts to draft any of your defense or kickers, we have one or two of those spots available as well. <laughs> and I can confirm that nobody is going to be drafting from their car tonight. So if you heard no. that in the first episode, yes. <laughs> I think we've outlawed that. If it wasn't a law before, it is a law now. We are all in safe spaces. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the first episode. Episode one. Crazy story. Yeah. So let's so, get this draft order down. Are we sticking with uh, seven? I'm going to get new, new, new numbers for us. Uh, like, like, you know, we had, uh, done this yesterday uh audio was messed up so we're redoing it starting fresh new numbers for everybody i'm um, going to start with our our main guy uh c baby and he will be picking number two. Oh man second person going for my man lance he is picking number 10 and i will be picking um, not two again. Try that again. Number five. So I think this, you know, we're I'm, spread out. We're nice, evenly spread out, right? Um, I'm clicking on yours, but uh, I'm in the wrong one. Um, I said number five, right? Yes, sir. So, so we're evenly spread out. This is actually really good. I feel like we can give everybody our mental, um, uh, ment- like our, our, thinking caps on each position in the early middle and late of the drafts here, you know, and see what, you know, what may, you know, happen to you when it comes to your down, when it comes down to your drafts. Real quick, but right before we start a couple of things, I just want to mention about mock drafting Lance uh, earlier mentioned ADP average draft position, and you'll see, you know, as news changes, um, different things we hear out of camp and injuries, how that affect where people go on the board, basically on your draft board. So you'll hear these terms that we're going to be throwing out average draft position, ceiling floor. We're going to define these things as we're like drafting and as we go through, you know, the podcast each week. And only other thing I want to say is, you know, if you're new to this, 
Uh, you can mock draft on any platform. We're using Sleeper right now, very great tool. And a good thing about Sleeper is, it's very adaptive to your settings that you put in. And it does not draft basically the same each time. So I will say this, we drafted yesterday and Ooze was able to pick up Zeke at round or pick eight. And then we came back. I just did another one by myself afterwards in my same position at 12 and Zeke somehow fell to 12. You know, you could be in a draft where this happens, where, you know, people don't like Zeke or you have a bunch of Philadelphia fans. Like this is not out of the realm of possibilities. Right. So just want to let you guys know that like, Anybody who's just tired of hearing Zeke going to be in the best shape of his life. I mean, <laughs> I've heard that every year of his life at some point. I, I mean, stop I, saying he's I the did. Best of his I life. did too. I did too. I did too. But a lot of things, you know, when we talked about how we prepare and like one of my main things is watching, you know, NFL Network twenty four seven. Doesn't matter if it's a repeat of they did their first segment in the morning or an afternoon, um, because I might have missed something. One of the things is they are at uh, um, Cowboys camp. They're at Cowboys camp, Steelers camp, and um, I'm missing one. Cowboys camp and Bears camp. And when I first heard about Zeke being slender and being at his college weight at 219, um, I was like, oh, man, I'm kind of baloney, whatever it can be. He's always in shape, like Lance was saying. But seeing it. You know, in person and on camera, man, that man look good. That man, that that man's gonna be eating some yards instead of uh some uh Cheerios or or, or Frosted Flakes or something. You know, what I mean, uh, all all his sugary uh, cereals that he was eating. It's just that benefit of being America's team. Everybody keeps oh, talking about you every year, even though you're really not a contender since the mid '90s. <laughs> oh God. So let's get in this mock draft. I'm going to go off the board and we're going to talk about our picks and then at the end, kind of do a recap and we're going to go through it much faster than we did yesterday. (laughs) So off the board, Christian McCaffrey, and I did not change the setting. So we only have three minutes to pick. So this is really going to limit us. Well, you know, it's a positive though. Yeah, this is true. Um, We talked about, our top four yesterday and this to me is between davin cook and derrick henry i'm just gonna go cook and then off the board after that was derrick henry and alvin Kamara. basically the four i said yesterday i believe yeah um so big change jonathan taylor did not go off the board yet well jonathan taylor was at five yesterday so uh am i gonna go five with jonathan taylor i don't think so um, I most likely am going to go with the slender Zeke oh, Elliott. We're, we're going to reach. He, we're going I don't, to reach. I don't think that's a reach at, at five. I mean, where where else do you think Zeke is going? He's going uh, for me. I think he would have to be going at least top seven, top eight. So I don't think it's a reach. If I get Zeke anywhere from five to twelve, I'm with it. Yeah. Okay, so we came through. Tyreek Hill was the first wide receiver off the board. Uh, Kelsey did not go in the first round, which is actually pretty surprising to me. So and I uh, ended up taking Devontae Adams at wide receiver. I like him did, better than Hill. And I like did, him better with Rodgers coming back. Did you take Devontae Adams yesterday? I did at number okay. seven. And, and you took Zeke yesterday. I did. As I did. But it's weird because the computer, like you were at 12 uh, yesterday, but they did the exact same thing that I you did. did. Yep. Just backwards, but They're it's backwards. the same pick, so yeah, it doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah. So yeah, I have, think, um, go ahead. I, yeah, I think uh, I'm thinking I have my wide receiver, right? I have a big, big guy wide receiver, but I have no running backs, and I really want to get into the running backs. So I'm probably looking for Eckler at this pick. I do not like my other choices, um, but I always love Eckler. So I'm going to take Eckler. You at really spot. love Eckler. I don't, I, and I don't. He's know a big why. catch, uh, pass catching. Um, Herbert is not going to take a step forward this year. He's going to have the Baker Mayfield sophomore slump. 
It's it's going to be in the cards. I'm calling it. That's one of my predictions this year. Oh man, I I mean for me, I don't like that. I don't like Eckler as much as he does. My man Lance. Um, I'll probably want uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, Joe Mixon in that pick if I want to go uh, wide receiver running back. But um, for me, what at the f- two eight. I am going to go wide receiver here. Um, and my wide receiver, I, I want to get high ceiling, high floor. And with that, I think I'm going to go with my man. Oh, this is actually very crispy. <laughs> very crispy um i have a couple of choices out here but like i said i want high ceiling high floor as my number one um just i, I like aj brown here i like justin jefferson but i i think i'm gonna go down with my man mike evans because of the fact that coming off the of super bowl year he's year two with tom brady i think he's gonna get way more touching he's I mean, slender down as well um I think I think he's gonna have a, a great year this year, and uh, you know, and the next two picks coming off was Justin Jefferson or Calvin Ridley. I mean, any of those picks are around two eight to two ten, great picks. Um, now I'm up. I don't think I've drafted at two in any of my mocks before, but this, like, I, I, the pick here is AJ Brown, but I haven't picked him yet in a mock draft, I think, just how the cars have fallen. He's either been taken snipe right before me or it's just I had someone else available, like a Justin Jefferson or a Calvin Ridley. Um, A.J. Brown worries me just a tad bit with Julio, but I feel like they could also have like, you know, A.J. Brown could be like a Calvin Ridley on Tennessee so I'm just gonna go with AJ Brown and then Clyde Edwards Alaire went off the board then George Kittle and now it's back at me again with the quick turn and my third pick was gonna be Clyde Edwards Alaire and I got sniped so now I have to think again about what I want to do here uh, there's a little tough between Dobbins and Swift or Keenan Allen and McLaurin. But I think I'm going to go with... Let's go with Dobbins. JK, huh? Yeah. He, he is the league running back this year. Um, I don't know how it's going to be with him and Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards just did did just get a contract extension. The, the Ravens do love Gus out there. So um, I think that's a good pick, but uh, you just got to see his uh, the amount of touches, how, how we're going, how they're doing it. Are you doing 50 50, 60 40? Um, and as your RB2, you're really trying to get more of those 60 40s or 70 30 type of guys. Yeah. Um, with three wide receivers, um, I'm going to go wide receiver again here. Um, I think we're going to see a nice year two with Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert. So I'm going to go Justin Herbert. Um, it's not Justin Herbert. Sorry. I'm going to go with Keenan Allen here at, uh, round three. Off the board after that was Allen Robinson, Chris Carson, David Montgomery, Patrick Mahomes. And now it's Lance's turn with the third pick. I'm, yes. No. So my third whole round. cue, my whole cue just went off the board, which, <laughs> which I mean is a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, I got to rethink my uh, strategy here. But we're looking at we got the first quarterback off the board, Patrick Mahomes out of there. We've already got three tight ends. It's the third round. Where we've already got a run on tight ends. Um, I don't see a lot of more um, value coming out of that with the tight ends. I know other people have different. Uh, opinions there but um, Michael Thomas I'm not willing to look at him at this pick it's too early especially for somebody missing half the year and we have no idea what quarterback's still going to be 
keeping that job by the time he even steps into that role. You can see Winston still being there. He could be supplemented by Hill, or they could bench all two of them and put in the third string. I don't even know who the third string is. Yeah, I don't know who third string is either. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like my running back options here. I don't particularly care for Sanders or Jacobs, so I don't want to make that decision. Um, but I do like McLaren. So I'm going to go McLaren, see what comes back to me at running back. All right, so we, we have Henderson still sitting there, which has taken over for Cam Akers, who went down. We have Jacobs, who is a very spotty running back. He has a potential to be good, um, but he doesn't consistently put anything up. Uh, if we look at the better situation there, Henderson always is questionable. His middle name might as well be Q for questionable. But he is the starting running back now with Cam Akers being down. He is. He is. And I think I'm going to take a swing. I don't like that. I don't like Henderson, but I think I'm going to go with Mr. Questionable. Okay. So not going to hold you. I'm going Josh Jacobs here. I think at round four, I think that's a great value. I know Lance said he was spotty. I also said he was spotty last year. And then C-Baby came and convinced me that I don't, he wasn't spotty. He was a 1,000-yard rusher, had 11 touchdowns with uh, 266 attempts. He was the number one over there, okay? Richards wasn't doing anything. Um, they also brought another uh, running back. I, I forgot who it was, but it's crazy for me not to draft Josh Jacobs in the fourth round. Um, I think with at the, the end of the fourth round, with the end of the fourth round for that matter, um, just to solidify my RB2, um, I, I'm going to go with a thousand yard rushing of RB2, absolutely. So for me, uh, this season, I think we're going to look for him to duplicate that. Um, maybe again, cross over that threshold of a thousand yards. I don't know about the 11 touchdowns because he did have a lot of. Uh, three, two uh, touchdown games, goal line. But, you know, it, for fantasy, I'll take that. You know what I mean? That's an easy 18 points just for off of touchdowns themselves. So I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs uh, in my late fourth round here. So I like that Josh Jacob picks. I like the Henderson pick. In between Lance and Ooze went Godwin, Cooper, and Lamb back-to-back Cowboy wide receivers. Kyler Murray, then on the opposite side of Jacobs was Lamar Jackson and Woods. And Woods was going to be my pick there. Um, I'm going to go, I hate to do this. The one thing about fantasy football, you got to like stomach things and just go with either ADP or the right situation or kind of who's available at this point. And kind of let bygones be bygones with someone who may have burned you in the past. So when Cody listens to this over from the DFS, DFS side of things, he's going to be like, Ugh, DJ Moore, I'm going to go with him because he, he, we were in a high stakes league and he burnt us a little bit last year. He wasn't the production that we wanted, but hopefully, I don't know. I'm kind of just hoping for that upside that people were projecting for him last year, basically. And, you know, maybe get a little bit more return on my value in the fourth round with him. And he is my wideout too. So I'm kind of just not, you know, it's not a huge deal in my opinion, since I have AJ Brown. I don't hate it, but I feel like um, a lot of touches are going to be taken away from him because of the fact that Robbie Anderson is there and Sammy D is the new quarterback, Sam Donald is more comfortable than with Robbie Anderson than he will be with um, DJ Moore, right? Because of the fact that he played, played with Robbie Anderson yeah. up in the Jets. So we're, we're going to hope for that upside there. Um, with a better quarterback, does he have that opportunity? I think so. Um, is it going to be there frequently? I don't because of the fact that Robbie Anderson is is um, his home run hitter. He always been ever since his days in the Jets. So 
for me, Sam Donald will have to go, hey, coach, just let you know, we play together and I can hit him with a home run anytime. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. Um, I was thinking Thielen because I like him there, but I also have Cook on my team. And I was also thinking Mark Andrews, but I have Dobbins on my team. Mm-hmm. And not to say you don't need to, you know, limit your how many players you get from one team. There's sometimes no problem with that. It's just I want to keep a little bit diversity right yeah, about yeah. now. Uh, all right. So after that one, Miles Gaskin, another possibility that I was going to uh, take. And then Adam Thielen. Mark Andrews is still available. Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup. Uh, He burned me last year, but I think I'm going to go with Kenny G on this one. Ooh, this guy sniped me. I like Kenny G. Um, For Kenny G to to drop so low to the fifth round is insane. Um, They... NFL Network had a stat of um, quarterbacks. Uh, it was like a blind comparison. And the first one was uh, um, Dan and Jones. And then the one next to it was uh, blank. And he had to guess it. And Danny Dimes had a better um, QBR uh, touchdown. And it's for the past two years, touchdowns and yards. And the second quarterback was Josh Allen. So that's telling me, even though they weren't winning games, Danny Dons was, you know, slinging them dimes to the to the wide receiver. So I think uh, Ken Galladay is a very good pickup for you on that 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 uh, spot right there. Um, I'm gonna go with Jamar Chase. This is gonna be my first rookie on my team. Um, I had a chance to go take you know, Ty Lockett's on the board still, take Higgins or OBJ, but I want to get that rookie upside um, for Jamar Chase because of the fact that, you know, we talked about yesterday when it comes to um, QB and uh, wide receiver fam- uh, being f- familiar with each other, uh, playing in college with each other. So uh, I think that's going to be a nice uh tool for for uh joe burrow so in between we had uh cream hunt mark andrews um kyle pitts at nine and then um deontay uh johnson at uh with pitt so now it's up to lance lance is uh is on the board yeah so i think i'm gonna try and solidify my wide receivers. I've got two. Got Adams. I got McLaren. I think I'm fine with my running backs right now until I start looking for value ones later on. Um, so I think I'm going to take Tyler Lockett, who you gracefully left there for me. I did. I did. Justin Herbert has come off the board. And what that means is that we still have in the sixth round Dak and Danger Russ sitting there waiting for anybody who wants a quarterback at this point. Um, Every time I've ever had Dak on my team, he's always blown it up. Uh, I don't like the Cowboys, but I am taking Dak there. Oh, I like that pick too. I like that pick to solidify that that spot. You got your three wide receivers and your two running backs. Why not get your uh, quarterback that can, you know, do a thing in fantasy? He had – uh, I think he was like the only quarterback to average over 350 yards in his first four games or first three games before getting injured. Um, so but I, I think that's a great pickup um, for a quarterback at that uh, level and being at that round is in six. So, oh, and then after that, Chase Edmonds, TJ Hawkson, uh, Juju came off and OBJ. Uh, came off so it's up to me and I have three wide receivers my wide receivers right now Mike Evans Ken Allen uh, and Chase with Josh Jacobs and Zeke I'm really happy with my team right now I'm am I 
I'm thinking to go with my flex and not and really I re, I really like to punt on my uh uh QBs because of the fact that it's only in one spot. There's it not there's no super flex in this league. So unless I'm playing a super flex, I'll go. You know that now there's more value for me. So I think I'm gonna go with another wide receiver because you know we we have a three wide receiver league with a flex I can play four wide receivers if I really wanted to so I'm gonna go and grab oh boy and if we didn't mention this before this is half point PPR and it was you can make the pick while I'm talking yeah go ahead but I just want to define that for every catch that you make, you get half of a point for that. So 0.5. So if you have, you know, 10 catch, if a player has 10 catches, they get five points. And that's another uh, part of the strategy or thinking that you have to do when you're drafting, because you can play, you can start four wide receivers and then have, you know, more points with more catches and all that jazz. So he went to Vontae Smith. Back-to-back rookies. Back-to-back rookies, which I was looking at him in the seventh. So I sniped you. You sniped me. Yeah. I I mean, for me, I feel like this was kind of a reach. It's crazy because I overlooked and purposely did not pick Robbie Anderson, even though I've been trying to uh, rah-rah for him. Mm -hmm. I should have picked Robbie uh, Robbie Anderson there. But because of the bad offensive line and how – I think uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be running the ball uh, and Devontae Smith is going to be that type of receiver to be, okay, I'm going to run my route. Oh, I'm going to look back and see that Jalen Hurts is in trouble. I'm going to come back for him and help him out. I think that's the type of repertoire that they're going to have this season. Not really a, not a lot of just a structured one, but more of a on the fly Pat Mahomes type of thing. Okay, now I'm looking at a couple different players. I'm going to try and make these quick. Um, Again, this is one I just have to stomach. I'm going to go with James Robinson for the first one. Then Russ went off the board right after that, and he was in consideration for me at that point. And then Brandon Ayuk after him on the turn. So now it's back to me, and I have to make another pick. Am I gonna? If I don't pick a tight end now, I feel like there's gonna be a tight end run, and it's gonna basically be. I mean, do, don't you feel that you should get more value in a running back or wide receiver, or maybe even pick up a quarterback here? If because you like for me, after the top tier slash top or second tier is off the board. I'm kind of like just done with the tight ends and I'll just probably pick one up that I think is going to get a decent amount of touches. So after it's really, really after TJ and Mark Andrews, I don't see any value for me to use my uh, seven or eighth, maybe go this, the, the ninth year. I agree. I wasn't going to take a tight end, but I was thinking out loud, like if I don't take one now, because I'm so, like there's going to be a lot of picks by the time I pick again. Mm-hmm. Does that matter? Cause you have Dallas Gollard and Noah Fant around, which mm-hmm. there's some decent hype around them. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Or do I take my chance with a Sutton or a Claypool? There was a lot of hype around Sutton last year to, you know, take this big step and then he got injured. And then, you know, you've got these monster games with Claypool where it's just like, who wouldn't want that on their team sometimes. And that's going to be, yeah, the, the Wolverine, you know what I mean? That's what they call them. So it's like back and forth between those two, or do I make a safe pick and take my tight end? Or like you said, a quarterback would be decent here. And unless you guys snipe, I really don't care telling you this, but I am looking at maybe stacking with Ryan Tannehill because I have AJ Brown. Yeah, I mean, that's a good stack. I don't think I'm going to take Ryan Tannehill at, in the seventh round. So I'm going to go with some upside. Let me take Chase Claypool. He might have these big, ginormous games sometimes, which could win me a week, and who knows. 
I'll, you know, yeah. I plug them in the flex and then next thing you know, it's like I'm beating someone by 20 points, you know. So in the seventh round, I mean, Tannehill might still be there on the way back. Oh, and I yeah. don't know if I don't know if it's advisable to take Tannehill before Rogers. I think like people from Wisconsin might dox yeah. you and fire yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So um as I you know play mind games, even though this is a mock with uh C Baby. I am going to draft. I am going to draft a tight end here, and I'm going to go with Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas was uh, one of the top tight ends last year in the fantasy, uh, consistently wise, and he just also he was a number three tight end last year in PPR and seventh in standard leagues. I'll take that in the seventh round. Oh, okay, of he also just signed a, a three year extension um, this past couple of days, so. In the seventh round, to give me Logan Thomas with mag, uh, fifth magic in, in the offense, absolutely. After that went Ronald Jones, uh, Debo Samuels, David Johnson, and now Lance is up seventh round, tenth pick of the draft. Yeah, I don't like the position I'm in. Some of the people that I was waiting on did not fall to me. Um, I did want Robbie Anderson to come back, and that did not come back to me. Um, I'm not really liking the other choices I have here. Uh, we do have some tight ends sitting there, Dallas, Jeter, and Noah Fant. Am I convinced that either one of them are worth me picking a tight end when I don't normally want a tight end at this spot? I remember because Zach Ertz is still there in the Eagles, too. So. Yeah, yeah, you still got Ertz. And so is he going to take anything away from Jeter? Is that something I want to play with? That's probably not. I also don't like New England running backs. Haven't since Corey Dillon has been playing for him. So it's been a long time since I looked at anybody on New England's running back. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with you, man. Rex Burkhead screaming like two years straight. So what I'm going to go is I'm going to say, let me look at a second-year player and say – do he, does he have the potential to break out this year where he didn't break out last year? And that's where I'm going to take Jerry Judy. Mm, I think that's a great pick. Um, I concur. I think he had the opportunity to. Um, he had, like, he's, you saw the flashes, but he also was the 47th um, wide receiver in uh, PPR. Um, you take a look at his games last year. They're pretty consistent when it came to um, his QB, QB play in Drew Locke. And then you remember he had um, the one week or two weeks that the cornerback that used to play uh, corner, uh, quarterback in college but got drafted as a cornerback play for two weeks. So, you know, hopefully we'll see, you know, Aaron Rodgers is obviously staying, so he's not getting traded to Denver. Maybe Deshaun Watson. Maybe Deshaun Watson gets traded to Denver. <laughs> that pick right there may be like a, a fantasy winner, you know? After that, when Dallas Goddard, Leonard Fournette, uh, Harris from New England, and Brandon Cooks. And now Lance is up again with that quick turn. Oh, yes. So I think they made the decision for me, taking Dallas off the board. Left me with Noah Fan on the way back, so I'm gonna take Noah. Just sign off on my tight ends. That's it. Let's keep going forward with these value picks. All right, cool. So, uh, Will Fuller, Aaron Rodgers just went off. I was kind of hurt because I thought he could drop to me. Um, Jalen Hurts just went off with Kerner Samuels from Washington. Um, I don't have a quarterback right now. I still see a lot of potential down there so i'm not really worried about it i'm really want to go with my my flexes and you know my running back still so with that being said i'm going to go and search for a running back that can get me more of a flex precision that is a runner and a pass catcher almost like a philip Lindsay, but there's one out there that is dear to my heart, and that is Naeem Hines. Some people probably will see it as a reach. Zach Moss is still out there. Kenny Drake is still out there. 
Um, but I don't think Ken Jake is going to take over uh, the Josh Jacob job, Zach Moss. They just don't, I don't think that's a running team in Buffalo. Um, and James Conner is out in there in uh, Arizona. I, I don't like either of those. So I'm going to go with someone that can pass the ball, who can catch the ball and run the rock. I don't know if you heard me sigh in the middle of that, but Trey Sermon and Micah Carter went off the board after that Yeah. in between. And that was one of them. I was just like, that's one of my picks for sure. Mm-hmm. And then the term was going to be probably Ryan Tannehill. Now I have to rethink this just a little bit. I will say I'm, if I was you, Ooze, I wouldn't mind taking Brady at your eighth pick with Mike Evans since, you know, we were talking about the stack earlier and we've been mentioning it a lot on the podcast lately. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mad at the Naheem Hines pick either. Yeah, I mean, like again, for me, once that, like, you know, you can take a look at the board and the board, you have that tier one, tier two type of, high caliber, high points, um, QBs off the board. After that, you can just push them down to the road and get your, uh, hopefully two touchdowns, zero in in, an interception type of quarterbacks. Um, Tom Brady doesn't throw for a lot of yards all the time, you know? So he is that two touchdowns sometimes, almost like around Tannehill when he goes like two touchdowns, 215, uh, 250. Or a three touchdown, one seventy nine type of type of game. Um, so for me, I need to go grab more of a wide receiver four or flex position um, as much as I can. That way, I can, you know, mix up my uh, my lineup week to week. I hear you. After I, I while he was talking, I made my picks. I took Zach Moss. Um, I'm kind of indifferent about him. Had him on a couple of teams last year. I'm just hoping that they utilize him more with such a powered offense is all mm-hmm. I'm hoping for. So the upside. Yeah. Yeah. And he is and my fourth running back. Yeah. So I'm not and too concerned. Yeah, and I think that's a good pick for Zach Moss being there. Um, they they say he, he has the helm there um, with Devin Singletary being a backup still. But for me, I just don't think uh, – they don't they don't run the they don't run the ball efficiently for me. So last year I had Zach Moss in a couple of leagues and got completely burned. So after CB's pick, um Jalen Waddle and Tom Brady just came off the board after just talking about it. I heard I guess the computer just heard us talking mm-hmm. about it. Um but I'm gonna go and grab me another wide receiver um, because there's just so much value there and having a three wide receiver league, you just need to pick up as much as possible. So for me, I am between two guys here. And they both, I feel like from have high or not high, but higher floors, and which is in Jarvis Landry and uh, Mike Williams. Um, I think I'm going to Jarvis Landry here because I don't want to super stack my team with one uh, one team, which is the Chargers, because I already have Keenan Allen. Um, So I'm going to go with Jarvis Landry, which is the number one at Cleveland anyways. Um, yes, OBJ is back, but and he's he's not starting on the PUP list, I believe, but he's still recovering. You know, what I mean, it takes uh, players a couple of games, two games for me. I, I always see like the second game coming off an injury is when they start getting their footing back. So with Jarvis Landry, I think he's going to hit the ground running with um, Baker Mayfield. After that, when James Conard, Matt Stafford, for some reason, Team 7 went back-to-back rounds of QBs. Mike Kosicki, Joe Burrow, coming off that uh, ACA, or, yeah, ACL tear. And then Lance has the ninth round, 10th pick of the draft. Yeah, so I'm going to try and shore up some more um, flex here. I don't really like the wide receivers that are sitting around. 
So I'm going to go with AJ Dillon. I need that. Um, I need that bye week coverage. I need that um, turnaround time, or or not the turnaround time, but I need somebody there for the bye weeks and somebody there for maybe the flex if somebody goes down in the backfield for Green Bay. So is okay, and that's a good pickup because. Um... When you talk about backups, AJ Dillon is now in his second year. He is the true number two now because Jamal Williams is at, is at Detroit. Yep. And, you know, that's the one of the, the tree trunks uh, of thigh gods over there, right? Him and Saquon had the crazy pictures out there. So yep. I, I, I like that pick. And then when it came back around, they took Tunyon off. It took Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, rookie alert going out. And then it came back to me and I took another running back in. Pollard. So if Ezekiel Elliott doesn't do it, we're gonna have uh Tony in there again trying to pick up those yardage. I don't know who like I think I think Zeke is and again I'll see how it is August 5th. Hard knocks HBO. Make sure you tune in because it tells you a lot about those fantasy relevant players. The Dak, the Zeke, the C B Lamb. Supposedly C B Lamb should be a number one. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, you know, we're talking about those players. We, you know, we can see them up close every week through, you know, that media, you know, through, which is uh, HBO. Um, came down to me, Michael Pittman went off, Tyler Higby, tight end, and it's up to me. I already have four wide receivers, three running backs. Sorry. I can wait. I, I feel like I could wait one more round for a quarterback. I'm not really too worried about it. Um, yeah, at this point, you could. At this point, exactly. So, um, I think he. I think he's looking for Wentz. I think that's what. He's <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Wentz can fall. Okay, I'm pretty sure Wentz can fall to me at 11. So um, he'll probably follow you at uh, 15. Too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, everybody's, you know, trying to shit on my mans, but, you know, he going to turn up on y'all, okay? So what I'm going to pick here, and there's so much, there's so many. Uh, I'm going to go with my mans, T.Y. Hunting. Michael Gallup went off after that. AJ uh, Antonio Brown came off after that. And that's my turn. And I have the quick turn. I don't have a tight end yet. Opposite of my strategy yesterday, taking tight end first with Kelsey. Um, I might still punt on tight end, or I might just take Gronk in one of these two picks because it's not looking good at tight end at least and just maybe play um you know week to week with tight end and just throw someone in if necessary obviously a better strategy with quarterback but you could get away with it with Mm -hmm. tight end um one of my picks is gonna be darnell mooney then Gus Edwards and Matt Ryan went off the board. A lot of these teams are taking two quarterbacks. I personally would never usually take two quarterbacks unless it's like, like last year in the rough league with ooze, I took uh, Joe Burrow with my last pick as a keeper. So unless there's like some sort of reasoning behind it, usually don't do two tight ends or QBs. So it's. Unless one of those ones where you don't want anybody in the top 10. But you want one of those second-year quarterbacks, or that maybe somebody potential. with a lot of potential. Yeah, and you can't really choose between them because I did that before with Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray, their second years, and it worked out for me because I got them nine and ten, and they both ended up blowing up. So I had Trey B. So. Correct, and that's also another thing that you know we'll talk about come draft tips episode, Trey Bates and different things thinking about your draft and maybe not picking up, you know, just streaming a tight end or a QB from week to week. Mm -hmm. All right. So not to keep everyone, ah, 
This is hard. I'm gonna go with Irv Smith. I was thinking Gronk, but I don't want to go there. Irv Smith uh, is so just I, is just stomach pick for my tight end. Yeah, I can down. see that. Um, I don't like Irv Smith. I don't. I I really don't like any tight end coming out of Minnesota because for some reason, um, as tight end should be the quarterback's number one best friend. Kirk Cousins says I don't like that. Okay, and Correct. says I'm not going to Jordan Reed. Not the only yeah, one not since, only one he liked was Jordan Reed, but that was and that was when he was in Washington. You know what I mean? But ever since he went to uh, Minnesota, he never you know built, he doesn't like to throw them. So, I think there's a tight end out there that really got overlooked, um, and that is Evan Ingram. I think Evan Ingram is going to blow up this year. Um, I mean, I, I feel like people have been saying that for him ever since his second year. But when you're talking about a high-caliber offense, as hopefully that's going to be a high-caliber offense, I think the Giants is going to be one of those. You know, you got Kenny Galladay, 6'6". Evan, uh, Evan Ingram at 6'6 six, six or 6'7. Six, then you have Saquon back. Don't have to stack the box. Danny Dimes, Shepard. This team should be winning games. They should at least be a fantasy relevant team. Um, so but everywhere you look, that offensive line is right dead last. In the but it, it is, but at the same time, they can't who was, block. Who's going to throw? My thing is when it comes down to the blocking for them. I think we have Saquon doing his thing. Hopefully after the first couple of games, week three, he starts feeling about, you know, feeling himself again, cutting those uh, sweeps outside, just getting the, uh, the defense, start running against them again. Next thing you know, those sweeps turn into play actions. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Saquon's running, now opens up Kenny Galladay, Evan Ingram, Shepard, um, and Sterling. So we'll, we'll see what's, what's going to happen um, with that team. But I feel like there's so much, there's so much uh, uh, balance there now that it's going to help them out fantasy wise. So, what I was hoping to come to me in this next pick, Hunter Henry went off the board right after you took Ingram. Uh, Devontae Parker and Henry Ruggs left. I wanted Ruggs, I wanted to give another second-year uh, wide receiver, uh, a chance to sniff. I have Jerry Judy sitting there already. Um, so he came off. That was somebody I was looking for. I'm looking for Nicole Hardiman, actually, to do something for me. Supposedly which, he's, he should be the number two, I think they said. Like, he should early, be, but early, early watch, in the season. If any of the listeners or anybody else participating in this podcast watched the Super Bowl, we realized really quickly nobody on Kansas City could catch the ball, especially if it got into their hands. And Hardman was one of those guys who was dropping balls left and right in that Super Bowl. So I'm hoping maybe they found him better gloves. Maybe they found Hill better gloves. Or it was just the jitters, the Super Bowl jitters in the regular season is what I'm buying for. So that's what I'm drafting for right now, taking Hardman with my pick. These next couple of picks, let's see if we can do a little bit faster, not super speed, but a little bit more, you know, speed picks. So I have a, uh, I have more coming off the board now. I'm taking a Jets wide receiver. I'm going to regret that one right oh, out man. the game. Kirk Cousins went off. Well, you know how to get my man's Carson Wentz. Uh, how did I know it was going to go? <laughs> I how mean, did I know? I called it. I, I and just he got really, it in the twelfth round. <laughs> I got Carson in the twelfth round. I think just just so much value there. He's with Frank Wright again. I'm looking for that thirty three and seven in 2017, like he did with Frank Wright and on the Eagles. I think he has a better. He has. I don't think. I know for a shot for for sure ah, for sure that he has a better offensive line, running backs, and wide receivers and a defense. So. Uh, it's 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 a uh, lights out for him. Um, We're at the bottom of or no the beginning of the thirteenth round, and after Lance went in the eleventh round, uh, Russell Gage went off the board. 
Williams, Murray, Marvin Jones, then after Lance's pick, Bateman, Lindsey, Madison, Kirk Cousins, then Ooze went, Carson Wentz, then a couple more tight ends, and Justin Fields went right before my pick of uh, Gainwell, the rookie from Philadelphia. Then I took St. Brown from Detroit, that rookie. I went with two rookies late in the late rounds just for some upside. And then back after my picks were Baker Mayfield and Tariq Cohen. And then Ooze took Coleman, which I like, uh, running back for the Jets. And then White, Cook, Trey Lance, McKissick, and then Lance is now picking again. After he made more from Arizona, Hubbard went off the board after him, Campbell after that, Cole Beasley, Tua, and now Lance is picking again in the beginning of the 14th round. And we're going to do our best to post this draft board so you guys can see this because I know I just sped through all those names in the last couple of rounds. So I took a shot on Deshaun Watson just in case he ends up playing this hey, year that's somehow. A, that's a good stash. Yeah. That's a good stash. I don't blame it. And now we are getting to the end. And Ooze started the kicker. Picks. First kick off the board, baby, JT. With Justin, Justin Tucker. Tucker. And I, I mean, I don't blame it. I usually try and go with defense and kicker the round before the run starts. And then just stream in the middle of the year. Um, there's no one else on the board, so I think I'm going to do that too. And go get uh, Koo. Young Ho Koo. Who stole my shoes? I just want them back, baby. <laughs> they stole my man's Jeep, dog, and then he had his shoes in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, I, I just want my it. cleats back. <laughs> I just want my cleats back, man. Just, Yo, please, baby, please get, get my cleats back. Um, I'm going to go defense and go with Tampa Bay. Now I started a defense run. You did. Kabam. I took the Buccaneers and the Ravens, Washington football. Ooze took his beloved Colts defense, 49ers, Bills, Steelers, Rams. And now Lance is taking the Patriots. And now we have more kickers coming off the board. And then more defenses. And it's back to Lance with his last pick of the draft with a kicker, Ryan Skuckup. More kickers, and now Ooze is left with taking Danny Dimes as, I guess, trade bait insurance QB two. QB two, baby. There's gonna be there's gonna be some games against the the, the uh, Cowboys against the Eagles that he's gonna put up some massive numbers. And I'm gonna end the draft with taking AJ Green. Why not? I'm probably gonna drop him if this was real life. And we are done our draft with the Saints ending it. So real quick, let's review. Uh, give me a pick that you would promote on your team and then give me a pick that you would, you know, you're not so proud of on your team. So Lance, why don't you go first with a promote pick? Yeah, so promote pick, I thought, I thought the value that I got for Dak Prescott was good. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to jump out the, the gym, but I definitely like that. And Devontae Adams being there in the first round at the end of the first round for me, it was big for me too. Um, if I could do it over, I probably would not take no offense. I probably would have waited. Or, yeah, because Tunyon and Gusecki, I, I like them better anyway. Yeah. Um, but at that point, I felt like I needed a team tight end i made a bad decision i knew i shouldn't have pressure bust pipes people okay sometimes it just <laughs> happens all right that's why we try that's why we're here to try to get you prepared as much as possible so that doesn't happen to you okay that way you don't start regretting your picks 
and you want to make if you do have regrets, you want to have them in mock drafts, not yes, your absolutely. real drafts. Absolutely. Uh, Ooze, why don't you go next? Give me a promotion and a not so good pick. All right. So um, I'm going to start with my not so good pick. I don't, I, I wouldn't go Devontae Smith after picking up another rookie in Jamar T- uh, Chase there. Um, I had options like, um, Anderson, Sutton, Claypool, uh, Brandon Ayok, um, Jarv. I picked Jarvis Landry later on. You know, he's the number one. T.Y. Hilton's the number one. Um, so, Devontae Parker was there. If I wanted more of an upside uh, that I know that would have been there, Michael Pittman. So, the back-to-back rookies probably would have done that differently um, just because how close they are and how early uh, I did it with Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith. Um, pick that I will love that I promote, the Josh Jacobs. The Josh Jacobs definitely uh, promote that. If you can get Josh Jacobs anywhere in three to four or five, I mean, that's I feel like that's super value um, when it comes from a guy who ran 1,100 yards and 11, and 11 touchdowns. Um, you I can't like- really... You can't find that anywhere else. I like and it that. Was a, and, and, and it was a very sneaky, because I didn't know that till yesterday myself, because I thought, like Lance said, it was very spotty. Um, but it was just the whole offense of uh, Las Vegas that was spotty. You know what I mean? So definitely that Josh Jacobs at 4-8. Uh, oh, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Love it, too, because you paired him with Zeke, and you have two, you know, upper-tier yeah, uh, wide receivers. So I can dig that. I can dig uh, Lance's promotion pick with Dak. Um, for myself, it's either I got I'm in between Kenny G because if he bounces back to what he was a first round pick, then we're good to, or a second round pick, then you know I got him in the fifth round. I got amazing value or. Tannehill, I can see as someone jumping a tier mm-hmm. and getting maybe at the bottom of the two tier this year with mm-hmm. Julio and AJ Brown. And I do like the stack on my opinion. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling the stack this year. It might come back to bite me in the butt, reaching on some quarterbacks, but it is the ninth round and I got him. And if he makes that tier jump, I'm okay with that. Um as far and as for, and for me and for me with your pick, I think I second the Tannehill pick because you already have your three wide receivers, um, your two running backs and a flex set. You know what I mean? Yeah. So except besides and you punted on and, you know, you told the listeners you punted already on tight end, which we're not really worried about. Um, so you're already set when you come when it comes down to wide receivers running back. So pairing them up with um, Tannehill with A.J. Brown. I think I was genius at, at the ninth. And then my, I guess, the motion pick, uh, I'll go with Ur Smith. Yeah. I, I, I like forgot about Troutman. He could have, he could have been my 12th pick in the next round. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of just yeah. stomach it and needed a tight end or in my mind, it got a little bit, you know, trying to rush through things yeah so and I, I feel like you know when we go and break down the uh divisions and players we're gonna you know put out some stats for you guys that shows what i was saying with tight ends and, and um kirk cousins in minnesota because i didn't like that earth pick at all <laughs> yeah especially because he's my starting and i didn't get a second tight end to kind of mm-hmm. help things out mm-hmm. so there's our first mock draft monday tune in or this is now tuesday because of our technical difficulties but please tune in to next week's episode where we do zero rb we'll be drafting together and then throughout august we'll be coming to you two days a week and we'll be giving you more draft tips and different episodes other than mock drafts so that's our show you guys got anything else before we sign off no i'm pretty sure we're good i'm excited for the rest of the season um excited to help you guys out you know like like uh you said we're going to do a zero zero rb strategy um which is 
becoming more and more um, uh, relevant here because a lot of uh, fantasy leagues are going three wide receiver spots and a flex. So um, we're going to try to help you guys out there if you're in later rounds and hopefully trying to find value in those running backs later on. Well, that's our episode. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. See you.